I got some great freaking stories. I'm actually doing three tonight. They're all fucking obscure. You haven't heard of any of them. I can promise she's you that. She's a keen now. bean, meaning that she's she was here the, as soon as the thing started. That's what she means. She's a keen bean. What is that? I don't understand. Like you're keen, you're eager. Oh my God, I need to like, what, what why is, do I have- Are you crying? <laughs> I need to sneeze <laughs> so bad still. Well, do it. Maybe I need to take some um, like allergy stuff. Oh, <laughs> like I can't, like I can't get it together. It was like as soon as I left the car cleaner. Maybe they, maybe I'm allergic to something that they use to clean the car. I don't know. We are, and we're we're so far behind on our surprise shot. So we will wait until Jen's back. But I have some awesome requests um, that I cannot wait to try. So I'm pretty pumped. I do have three episodes. If you guys want them, we're doing one public, which is right now. If you want them, you're like teasing, dangling candy in front of a children. And I have multiple stories for you today. Then we're also doing another one. And these are both with Nicole and I for the Supremos. And Wait. we also have another one for our Supremos after that, if you guys can stand it. So we'll see. And like I said, these are all really, really obscure stories. Okay. So <laughs> I can't, like, what is what is why? going on today? What I might go grab an, an um, Allegra or something really quick. Seriously. But before I go, let me welcome the four new, four new uh, members of our Patreon groupies. All right. Uh, Amanda, Devin, Sam, and Chelsea. All right. Amanda, Devin, Sam, and Chelsea. Thanks, guys. So much for joining. This is all just in one week. So. Yeah. Guys, real quick. So three stories tonight. What I was going to say, and you can answer this or try to. One in the United States. I love that Wolfie is grabbing a 10 a.m. beer. Sorry, I just had to comment. Go for it, girl. One in the United States, one in Germany, one in Burma, which is used to be called Myanmar. No, Bur- it, Myanmar oh, is the new name. Okay, Myanmar is the new name. Myanmar. Myanmar is the new name. You tell me which one of those is the most gruesome. And also, which one of those do I have a very graphic photo, which I'll show tonight? America! Fuck yeah! For the most gruesome? Yeah, why not? We're going to Germany on one of these. I'm, you asked my <laughs> prediction and I'm giving it to you. I'm, I'm just going to say we do it and do it big. So, which one do y'all think... Out of these three stories, the American one, the Burma, which is now called Myanmar. Me. <laughs> Myanmar. Myanmar or Germany. Which one of those are the most gruesome tonight? They're all very obscure. I really doubt you've heard of any of these, but they're all... I researched them all and like I do, and these things are going to be fun as fuck tonight. So are we doing a shot? Well, it's not going to be a surprise, but we can. Yeah, let's do a shot for, for, let's do it for Tom. Hang on. I got to keep getting up here. Jen will be back next week. She's uh, driving back to Charleston, I think on Wednesday. So she'll be back for Saturday. Heather, send us some stuff for real. Wolfie, why are you doing this? Uh, one, one, zero, two, uh, what a PO box one, one, zero, two, Alapalms. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Blowing your nose. The killer of fucking live stream. Holy They're shit. They're like between this and Jen not being here. Everyone's like, we're done. <laughs> With this, the, we'll, be, we'll come back next week when this Jen's shit back. is this shit is barely staying afloat right now. That's what we're trying to just <laughs> really get into. It is story. a different PO box than it we had before though, because we like forgot about it. So it's a eleven oh two. Yeah, can you imagine the the Oops. the new guy that got <laughs> all of our murder shit? <laughs> I know he's like somebody probably sent him cookies that are like moldy, and you know, hopefully they enjoyed it. 
fine. All right, let's take this thing. All right. Well, cheers to you, cheers. John. Jen, we miss you. Have fun at the wedding. Jen, have fun at the wedding. You, I look- she, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if she FaceTimes us at the reception while she's wasted. Natasha, you got your cards. Alex, did you get Yay. your... Did you get your... um? Magazines yet? We sent you a few. I don't know if you got them. You're it ever might in the take UK. a while. All right, here you go. Cheers. Ooh, titties. Ugh. You want to take a guess? Uh, <laughs> woo! I'm not good at that shit. I Just... felt that real, like, afterwards. What is it? That was, um, I don't know what brand it was, but that was, like, a very high-end um, raspberry vodka. Mm. It's, like, super fancy. All right. Because, you know what? I figure Ugh. we're, like, too old to be drinking, like, stuff from plastic well, bottles. Well, speak for yourself, yo. What the fuck? <laughs> we are too established. We just did. I, it's not worth the hangover, man. We literally just did that story where that 83-year-old had a child with his, member. His, uh... Yes, like, we did, yes. Yeah, and the guy's like, I don't, I'm so worried, you know, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to see my daughter grow up. He's, you know, 83. I'm like, dude, you can live fucking 110, you know? It's all it's all in your mind. Exactly. That's why I, it, I, I am too old to drink cheap liquor. You're, you, but you, that's what I'm saying. You're saying that, so you're putting it into your mind that no, you're too old. No, I mean it like, I fucking deserve some expensive, like, not oh, expensive, okay. you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, that's not something I should be cutting corners on anymore. You know, kind of like when I was traveling, when I was in, like, studying abroad, like, we would, I mean, we could only afford to stay in hostels, but, like, yeah, that's what we would spend. It was, like, you know, 20 bucks a night for us to stay, because that's what we didn't want to spend the money. But now, if I were to travel, hell no, it is a, the nicest-ass hotel I can afford. I will say, if I ever travel and stay in a hostel, I'm going to, I guess there's like a movie night and someone provides the movie. I'm going to show the movie, the hostel. movie hostel. Yeah. That's real original. <laughs> <laughs> I was really trying to juggle which one I should do tonight. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do the one that has the most gruesome shit in it ever, you know, because I'm like that. I'm like clickbait and shit. Like, that's me, you know, type of shit. We are starting in America. We're staying in America. Oh, wait. So I was right. Um, uh, well, so I said there was two questions there. I said, which one's the most gruesome and which one do I have the photo evidence of the the decedent? Yeah. So there's like two questions there. Okay. Never mind. You just continue with your flow nays. <laughs> I am struggling. <laughs> Who's in California right now? Has anyone ever been to the San Bern- San Bernard San Bernardino? San Bernardino Mountains? Is that how you say it? San Bernardino? The rim of the world highway. This is a hundred and one miles long crest in in the mountains. It kind of it kind of uh what's it called? Skirts. I left that word. Skirts the mountains. So let's go to Google Earth. I'm actually going to show you. I think I know where the the spot is. Like the spot we're going tonight. Where they found something. Tossed into a canyon. We're going to the Waterman Canyon. Has anyone heard of that? Mm -mm. I've never been to Cali. And do people say Cali? Or is that just people that (laughs) are not from from Cali say Cali? (laughs) (laughs) It's a ravine. This is where we're going. So let me back out a little bit. Just south of L.A. here. Yeah, Long Beach, L.A. And like I said, I don't know because I've never been. I think the actual spot, guys, is right here. Because we're going to where it says there's a, a natural land-made bridge. Um, it looks like um, it's we're at like the basin of a valley here. I mean, I, I guess it is called the Waterman Canyon. Um, rocky terrain 
to one side and then it looks like it's like sloping down. So this is where I think it's at right here. Near this body of water? Yes. Is that a reservoir maybe? It says ravine. Okay. However, this this uh, canyon kind of goes, it's, it's very small canyon. And the only thing that I could find in the newspaper, because there was no exact spot, it said a natural land-made bridge. And I was thinking it's this thing right here. So it's off the road and it's not like a real bridge. And it was discovered by hikers where we're going tonight. So I think this is it. We're actually, we're starting this story January 2nd, 1946. Okay. We're starting with, I didn't make this name up, William C. Williamson. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that All right. sounds fucking fake. It does. <laughs> he is visiting relatives. And he really want, wanted to, to take a drive. He wanted to go over the rim of the world highway, which sounds fucking boring. The, the rim of the world highway? What? I, it's a 101 mile crest along the mountains. It's basically what I just showed you. You saw that road there, right? You saw the, uh, that winding road? Mm -hmm. That's where they're at. However, in another report, another newspaper, I did see that they were also hiking. So we know it's at least two people. William C. Williamson is the only name that I found in the car, but he was with some friends, relatives, uncles, perhaps, and they got out of the car and we're just going to walk up the mountains. They were at the Waterman Canyon, which I just showed you on Google Earth, and they crossed this natural bridge, man-made bridge, and this is 8 a.m. in the morning. And but before I rim job highway, thanks for taking it there. Greg, Greg <laughs> Gregerson, what the fuck? Bill Bills. <laughs> Oh, you guys are... Uh, sounds like my kind of highway. <laughs> <laughs> Griffiths, Jade Griffith. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. man. All right. Now we are, I'm pulling a lot of this from old newspapers. So if you want to, uh, if you want to help me read this, okay. I think I should read the accents, even though I'm probably going to do them all hickey. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Definitely. Williamson and Braun clamored from the car to do their share of ooing and eyeing at nature's frightening grandeur. Braun's eyes traveling down the little shelves projecting from the cliff. What's that? He exclaimed. Funny looking bundle, eh? Williamson looked down. That's a funny bundle. That's a fact. Agreed the host. Looks like someone aimed to heave something down the canyon and missed it. Let's have a closer look. That was California accent. <laughs> it was an accent. Uh, I don't know what kind, I but do, it was still I good. I can do this one accent. Should we do it over or no? We no, I think you should. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, good. All right, let's, let's move on from that. All right, it's 8 a.m. in the morning. William C. Williamson and his friend, Brian, that's the only last name I got, Brian, they are driving. They get out of the car. They're, like, walking through this man-made canyon. They look down, and it's like, oh, there's a bundle. It's just, you know, obviously it was placed there. It's not trash. It is in a blanket. It's wrapped with a cord. It's what? definitely not a body, right? I mean, you would just... Uh... <laughs> You would just grab it. <laughs> That's an, a leading question. I'd say it definitely is, knowing this podcast is called Talk Murder to me. I will say that both men had to get down on their knees to retrieve it. Uh -huh. So it was pushed down in the hill. But as they'll later say, the bundle, and I think it uh, said it here. Yeah, it looks like someone aimed to heave something down the canyon and missed it. This thing is in the, the open. So they get on their hands and knees and they retrieve this bundle and it's heavy. And mm -hmm. it's about, 
The size is wrapped in a gray blanket, is tied with a, a nylon cord, and the size is um the size is about it's about the size of a body. Let's just say that. It's body. It's the size of a body. <laughs> it may or may not be a body. These two men, they're stumbling to get to their feet because this heavy bundle, which may or may not be a human body, they are pulling it up as they're trying to keep their footing because they don't want to John Jones this situation. They want to, well, that was fucked. <laughs> the putty guy. Never mind. He did the best he could. Okay. Yeah. They stumble to get back on their feet. And then William C. Williamson actually kind of brings it up and falls backwards. And he looks down at his pants. He just got these brand new jeans. And now they're just all red. All red. It kind of looks like human blood. This is a body in this bag. I don't know. All right. I, I got that part. He looks down and he sees this. If you want to explain what the if you want to describe this i'd be grateful the the thing the contents of the bundle i should say came out rubbed against his pants and this is what they were oh (laughs) my (laughs) what is it okay so that is a body um with no head uh arms chopped at like the wrists and they are folded across the the chest over the breasts and i can't quite see what the bottom half looks like from here Uh, like are there you know feet missing i don't know that's a good question why would the hands be sawed off that's weird it is weird do you want to take a guess why like the head's also sawed off like should you want to start there like why the head's sawed off You know? Let me ask you something. Did the animals chew this off? No, that's precise. Well, you do see a foot down there, kind of. Um, well, let me see. You zoom out a little bit. Yeah. You can see a foot down there. Like it's, I mean, that, that that hand is like cut clean off. I don't know what is under. It's a woman, obviously. She's got breasts. Yes. I don't know what is under it. Does anyone know what this is? It's like a, it's something with, it's something they put her on or something. I, I don't know what that is. I thought it was protruding through her body at first. I have no idea what that is. Lauren says it's a body stand. A body stand? Is that a thing or are you just being funny, Lauren? Are you, <laughs> is that a thing? I'm going to look on Amazon later. I want to see if I can get one use it, he said. He's being serious. Are you serious? Holy shit. So that's at the morgue at yeah. this point. Oh, I also colored it for you guys. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, trigger warning for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can see it a little better. So that is the... Uh, it almost looks like there's like a something taken out of her shoulder there, but I it hard to tell if that's just more hmm. blood. That that may actually she's talking about this right here. Right? Yeah. That may actually be an animal okay. attack. Okay. Well, I don't know, because she was in that bundle. But there's nothing in the in the reports that say that she was injured on that side. You know what? I know what it is. What? And this is fucked up. But now that I think about it, obviously her head was chopped off. Right. Or sawed off. Right. I think this was one of those oops i missed oh maybe kind of maybe wax perhaps all right so what do you think about that are you are you uh so i just want to reiterate i was right before with the american thing yeah and i want to reiterate i asked two questions (laughs) and is that not a photo of the decedent this isn't the most gruesome episode (laughs) everyone's rushing to the freaking join us for the next episode (laughs) All right, what you just saw, and if you guys are just joining us, uh, this Talk Murder Me, uh, probably should have did this earlier, but we do episodes every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
any podcasting app. We also live stream every Saturday at 1 p.m. So, and this will be public. So if you're listening to a podcast right now and you want to see those photos, you can go to the YouTube, the live stream that's recorded, or you can go to talkmer.com and I'll put those photos on there for you to see. But what you basically were looking at were was a headless corpse, a female, quote, the raw stumps where the hands should have been. Raw stumps. That is a good title for this episode. Ooh. Yeah. There w- remember that. There was a bullet wound in her chest by her left breast. Now, I'll pull this up again. So just real quick for you guys, trigger warning. Just I'm going to do the photo again. I, I didn't see any bullet wound in here. I know it's black and white, but it's hard to see. No. But there would be probably right here in this one spot. You see that little thing? Maybe yeah. that's it. Oh, yeah, it could be. There's supposed to be a bullet wound in there, which means what? And that's right above her left breast, which means it hit which organ in her body? Her heart. The cops arrived to the scene. You know, what do we got here? Well, female, about 40 years old, stocky built. Blood type was type A, which is... I don't know my blood type. That's concerning. You should definitely know your blood type. No. What's mine? I don't know. What the fuck? O negative? (laughs) O negative. I don't know. (laughs) We used to have to wear ours on our chest. So what is it? Like overseas. O positive. All right. I was at at least got the freaking letter right. So like overseas, I wouldn't... We would not wear name tags but we would wear our blood type. So mine was just O positive. They called me O positive. No, they didn't call me that. <laughs> you wish they called you that instead of Lil P. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it's because your brother was Big P, not because they were mean in the locker room. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Somehow the coroner at the scene saw that this was a brunette, which I was like, what? I mean, how would he know that? There's no head, you know? I don't know. The second bullet wound, so there was two bullet wounds. The second one was to the chest also, and that bullet was lodged under her skin and at her armpit. This was from a 38 caliber. And the first bullet wound, or what they think is the first bullet wound, is the cause of death, the straight through the heart. Oh, wow. Once this was made public mm-hmm. about the body, and they don't, they don't actually show the body in the newspapers. Right. But they basically say, the newspapers come out and say, okay, there's a body here of a female... She's 5'2", you know, and they're estimating for the head. (laughs) With or without the head. (laughs) Anyway, this is kind of crazy. I don't know if they they still do this, but they put it out there and then all the, the house husbands who's, and this is in the 40s, so I don't know if this is a big thing. But if their wife ran away or got abducted or something, like they all go down to San Bernardino and they try to claim the body. So all these guys are looking at the torso here. Okay. And there was nothing else distinguishable about the body. Like obviously no tattoos or anything. Hold on. Ooh. Because you're about to see. Does anyone on live chat want to take a guess of why she would have no hands? And if you, I'm going to give you a second to think about it. There's a, there's a specific reason why she wouldn't have any hands. Someone did comment this, so I feel like I'm stealing it, but oh. it was a good one. Fingerprints. Do you remember the Lady of the Dunes? Lauren Roberts first said fingerprints. Nice. She gets the Lauren, credit. nice. Do you remember the Lady of the Dunes? Yes. I think this is like maybe the only story we've done with this, but... The Lady of the Dunes was a, a woman found. She's never been identified. She was headless. She was handless and feetless. Most people or a lot of the true crime community believe that it was one of Whitey Bulger's in the Winter Hill Gang. Uh, uh-huh. That was one of their calling cards. But the reason you cut off the hands is for fingerprints. Nowadays, you would want to or someone would want to cut off the feet as well. because I was going to ask that, like toe prints. Like, is that a thing? Well, in 1940. 1940- 46 
No. That's not a thing. But now someone would want to cut off all that. So the head is to get the teeth. The teeth. Dental records. Yeah. And And obviously you can identify someone's face. Exactly. So you can identify someone's face, but the dental records are the most important thing. And that's why they cut the head off. The, The hands, obviously fingerprints. And then the feet now, I'm pretty sure they can do, you know, whatever with the feet. That is why the... The hands were cut off. A lot of people were were looking at this body. A lot of men, especially around the Los Angeles area. Mm-hmm. There was one clerk who his wife had ran away not too long ago. And he actually filed a missing persons report and everything else. And he, he works at the uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. Mm-hmm. He's a clerk there. And he works there in the substation, which is not the sandwich shop in Walmart. It's an actual police thing. I don't know. If you oh, know. I did not. It is also a sandwich shop in Walmart. Got it. So this guy, his name is Ar- Arthur Arthur Eggers, like Eggers, Eggers, like throwing eggs at a house. Arthur Eggers. He's a clerk. He works right there with the Los Angeles County Sheriff Department and his fellow co-workers, all the, the cops that he works with. And he is not a, a law enforcement officer himself. He's just a clerk. Yeah. So they all know that he has been really missing his wife since she ran away and he would he's a very meek man and we're gonna meet this guy but they say you know you know i, I hate to say this man and i don't know if you've, you've heard of this but you know you, you're dorothy that ran away you know a couple a uh, couple weeks back i know this is a touchy subject but you know maybe you should go down to the coroner's office and just rule it out now this is a headless torso no guy wants to go i mean i can't imagine going to try to see your wife without a head and trying to identify her. That is fucking traumatic, dude. You know what I'm saying? Arthur Eggers, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's clerk, took off his glasses and pushed his hands through his sandy, thinning hair. Nope, I don't see anything. Look just like another woman to me. I mean, another woman except, of course, no head. Not a bit like your Dorothy, ventured Jewel, his interest in the subject leading him to tread on the ground courthouse workers had agreed to avoid. No, said the tired aging clerk with watery blue eyes. It ain't Dot. She ran away, you know. So. Or was he angry (laughs) with her and he killed her? Dorothy Eggers ran away on January 2nd. So prior to this, and she she ran away on December 29th because the, the missing persons poster report filed by him right after she ran away said, quote, missing since December 9th, Dorothy Lee Eggers, 41, wife of Arthur C. Eggers, brown hair, brown eyes, five feet, two inches tall. That was filed by Arthur. Uh-huh. Were there identifiers on her body, though, that he like purposefully ignored like moles or freckle patterns not that you would really know like would you really recognize my head was cut off would you do you think you would recognize i'd recognize that ass i do have tattoos so that does matter recognize that ass okay good for you but if I hadn't picked, if I had zero tattoos, would do you think you would recognize like I have like a big mole here, a big mole on my back? I'd recognize them titties. And, like, one on my thigh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, just never mind then. <laughs> never mind. No, I would not. Would okay. you would you recognize the weird growth? Uh, <laughs> I'd recognize your feet. <laughs> That's fucked up. I would. I would recognize your feet. I would recognize your toes. My feet are all bacteria. Well, I know, like you, like I know, one foot, like your toenails stay clear, but that one, like that big toe. Okay, thanks a lot. Yeah, that's like no. I'm just saying, like that's an identifier. Okay, I mean, assuming you had, you didn't have your 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 phoenix ironic tattoo. Oh, okay. Well, 
I recognize one leg on yours is longer than the other. <laughs> and you, Actually, that's true. And you stumble when you walk. So is, how does that feel? <laughs> I, one leg is longer than the other. <laughs> that's why my back is fucked up, but it's fine. It's cool. At, at this point, the cop is like, you know, saying, uh, you know, Dot ran away. And then it's just awkward silence. It's awkward silence. And the cop is like, you know, he he knows this guy is still suffering, still traumatized by her wife leaving him. So he doesn't want to push the issue. So he's trying to get out of the office. So the, you know, the clerk, he feels bad. He legitimately feels bad that he brought it up. But, you know, that's not my dot. And then and then he just stands there and he's trying to find an exit. And then all of a sudden, Arthur Eggers just starts talking. Oh, okay, like a this, confession? These <laughs> are my confessions. And this is what, what he says. Just out of the, the blue to this random guy we had a quarrel about money and she just walked out he said yep two days before new year's eve that made it worse somehow we had a hell of a fight in the morning at breakfast i guess i said some things i shouldn't but i was burned up and i kept burning all day here at work well i couldn't face any more of it that night so i didn't go into the house after work i just got in the car out of the garage and took myself a long drive to try and figure things out and figure how to make peace. Drove down as far as Long Beach, slept a while in the car. I got back along. I I got back along about nine o'clock in the morning and I went into the house. She wasn't around and I asked the daughters where their ma was and they said they guessed she wasn't up, which was unusual for her at nine o'clock. So I rapped on the bedroom door and I went in and her bed hadn't been slept in. Well, none of us had seen Dottie since and I'm going to turn in a missing report. She'll be back, but... And so this cop's like, okay, I didn't really, uh, I guess, thanks for volunteering that. I mean, it was just out of the blue. This cop's trying to leave. He feels Maybe bad. Maybe he has no one to talk to about his missing wife and he like needs a therapist or something. Yeah. Let me show you this. Let me show you this guy right quick. This is his family. This is Arthur Eggers and his wife Dorothy Dottie and the two kids. Now the children are not his or hers per se. They're both adopted. Okay. But this is him and Dottie. Okay. He is. Why is his hat fucking sideways? He's trying to be Frank Sinatra. I feel like the the photographer should have been like, dude, you you want to just kind of tilt your hat so it's like you know that was see back then that was cool. Back in today's times, you're just like, you're an asshole and you shouldn't be wearing a fedora period at the end. So I can't, I'm kind of jealous, actually. <laughs> I mean, he can pull it off. Like right. he's trying to go go be like, you know, blue eyes. So explain this guy. It is. He's kind of got a wide face. He looks like he, he would be. His eyes are a little far apart, it looks like to me. Right. Or like, or they're not. Does he have a lazy eye, perhaps? Because they they look like they're both they're veering out just a smidge. Well, Lauren on live chat said has he has either a glass eye or a crazy eye. There you go. Um, uh, he looks fairly tall. <laughs> He's packing. <laughs> what the? F- um, <laughs> is he? What's in his? What's in his hand? I don't know. Oh, it's a cane. No way. No, don't you not. think? No, here there's nothing. Oh, in his oh it might be the back of the chair. It's the back of the chair. There's Never not mind. even a okay. chair there. What's the girl sitting on? She's standing up. Okay, then it's a cane. You're on meth. He's holding something in his hand. <laughs> You're on PCP. <laughs> All right, describe Dorothy. Now, this is Dorothy, obviously. She looks fun. Okay, tell me about that. Like, she's got a big smile. I like. I think her body language is interesting for the family photo compared to, like, her husband. What do like, you mean? She's got a big smile. I don't know, like, the crossed arms. It's kind of like she's, like, being playful. 
and she's like kind of laughing like she looks like she's having a great time in that photo actually like she's being a little goofy and the two adopted daughters um damn look at that hair oh that looks like jen's bowl cut <laughs> it does look like jen's bowl cut <laughs> she, <laughs> she does look this fun. Was, this is well the the they went missing in like 46 so yeah this well, is she in the went, 40s yeah so this is obviously i think their wedding right no, maybe. How, yeah, how, maybe not. All right. So that is the family right there. This guy, Arthur Eggers, obviously he's still distraught about his wife. He still hasn't went to see her yet. But, you know, and, and that he wasn't being interrogated. The officer literally just felt like an asshole. But he said, you know what? I, I guess I will go see the body. Just to, just to be sure. This is him looking at the body. I mean, look, it looks like he's like inspecting a painting kind of shit. What do you think about his posture there? You think he's like, well, I'll be damned. Yeah. That's a weird picture. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Look how his arm is kind of cocked back, you know? What I do you mean, think? he's inspecting. Not a, He's not like emotive at all. Yeah. You think he did it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to stay tuned to find out, though. <laughs> On the next episode, thanks for tuning <laughs> All right, that was him expecting the body. Quote, well... The woman's a little bigger than Dottie. No, he said it's not her. Remember on the missing person report, he said 5'2". This woman's 5'7". Dottie's 5'7"? Yeah. Okay. So it can't be her. Someone else hears about it. A guy named Dr. Clarence Carmichael. He's Dottie's personal physician. And I put in my notes here, the lesson, guys, here, you don't learn anything else. Make sure you cut off them feet too, god dang it, because that's how you can really identify somebody these days. All right, make sure you cut them damn feet off. This guy, Dr. Carmichael, said, I know that's Dottie. I know it. I'm going to go down there myself. Now he's his, he's her personal physician and I'm going to, I'm going to make sure it's not Dottie. How can you explain the height difference though? If you want to read this. It's Dorothy Eggers. All right. He announced on his return. I recognize that scar on her right shin. She got it in an auto accident several years ago. Also, she had numerous bunions. So so has this headless body. What's a bunion? That sounds disgusting. It's like when you're, um, Is it like I have a, a friend sword? that has them. No, it's. I mean, I've, I've heard it before. Well, talking to the microphone. Can't really do it without showing you, but it's like when the foot bone, lift your, lift like, your foot all out. the way up, like, like a yoga person would do. <laughs> what? <laughs> have I even so, opened my beer yet? I can't lift my foot that high. So, so it's like when your your foot, like the the thing, it's like the bone juts out, and if you want to get them, you can get them corrected, but they have to break your feet to do it. Holy titties! My um my my very good friend from college, Katie. Hey, Katie, um, has bunions on both of her feet, and she'd have to like be really careful about what shoes she wants to wear. She's thought about getting surgery, but they gotta break your feet to do it. That that seems very primitive. Yeah, there's no other way they can do this. No, it's the bone. So a bone lesson, spur. There the, you go. The lesson here. Now, how would this personal physician, I mean, he's got how many patients? Hundreds of patients. This Dr. Carmichael. The doctor said, you know what? Dot's height is 5'7". I know that for a fact. Oh, it turns out that Arthur may have gotten the estimate wrong on the, the missing person report. Oh. Said she was 5'2". His colleagues started suspecting Arthur Eggers of murdering his own wife. Quote, me? Why, you know, I wouldn't harm a hair on my wife's head. We quarreled a lot, but what married couple doesn't? I need her to, to take care of the children. She said she, she was going to leave me, and I suppose she did. Maybe she rode off with some truck driver. She loved to hitch rides and truck bagged on truck bagged. What? She loved to hitch rides on truck bragged. What the fuck is that? <laughs> she loved to hitch rides on trucks. 
How uh, he's a he's a redneck. I can understand that. Even I can understand that. <laughs> Let's talk about this guy. This is Arthur Eggers. All right, Arthur Eggers, son of former sheriff Frederick Ed- Eggers of San Francisco County, spent 17 years as a clerk, and he's a clerk now. But before he spent 17 years at the Temple City substation, before he he just moved to the San Fran location. Yeah. One of his favorite pastimes there when he's on his downtime, because he's not a law enforcement officer, he's just a clerk. So he's got a lot of downtime. One of his favorite pastimes was writing murder mysteries. Uh, I don't know, kind of weird. Interesting hobby. They go back and, and they take a look at Dottie's car, which he just sold, okay? He just sold for a very low price. And he did sell her jewelry, too. And he did use an alias selling the jewelry, but his explanation was, I just didn't want officers to suspect me just because I sold her stuff, so I used an alias. Anyway, there were blood stains and smears in Dottie's car, rear and back, especially the trunk. Stains were on the rear seat, and the seat cover was missing. Our DNA wasn't a big thing in 1946. It but, was not a thing at all, right? But DNA type was. She has type A, which is kind of rare. So that kind of, you know, pointed to him. This is his home, okay? I'm going to show you some photos here. Ranch. Nice little home. This is them looking up some of the... And I think these these holes here. Now this is the actual photo. I didn't put these arrows in there, but I think because there's they didn't find anything in here. And what the photo said. This is from the the public library in uh, San Francisco Public Library archives. I archives. think the archives. I think these are just holes they dug to try to find something because there was nothing in here. There's no bones. There's no teeth. There's nothing. So I don't know what the hell they put those arrows there for, but. That's a little bit about the house. That was a 5800 North Rosemead Boulevard. If you want to read this. There were signs of blood and cracks on the bathroom floor. More signs and cracks in the old-fashioned bathtub. There was blood on a pair of Egger's shoes and and blood on a pair of trousers hung in his bedroom closet. In the garage stood Egger's tool chest, complete except for saws. They could not be found. Also missing from his quarters was a 38 caliber pistol Eggers was known to possess. The clinching clue, the officer said, came from some strands of hair on Dorothy Eggers' bureau. These hairs matched in texture and fiber the strands found on the gray-green blanket in which the corpse had been wrapped. I think you're getting sick. I think I have, like, I'm allergic to something. Because this just started, like, two hours ago. As I said, this is the adopted daughters. I'm just going to show you one more photo. That's them. 11 years old. Well, that's just that's just the 11-year-old, I think. There was one 11 and one 19 years old at the time. They were presented the blanket. Remember the blanket that uh, the torso was wrapped in? Right. And they said, oh, my God, that's my blanket. I've been looking for that shit. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, case closed. So Arthur Eggers was arrested on January 22nd, 20 days after the body was found. He says that wasn't the blood in the bathroom or on my shoes. Dottie had a bottle of food coloring and one day... Got sore and threw it into the wastebasket in the bathroom. The cork came out and some of it got on the linoleum and I guess on my shoes too. And I didn't get blood on my pants. If I had, I'd wash them. The blanket? Them girls are lying or mistaken. We never had a blanket like that. So this guy's just fucking making up shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nice try, though. Like, good effort with the hands. Where'd he put the hands in the head? All right, I'll tell you. And uh, we're kind of wrapping this up. But before he confessed, he did confess. Let me tell you a little bit about their relationship. Arthur Eggers, as you saw him earlier. And let me see. You got. You remember what he looked like, right? This guy right here. Obviously, everyone thinks he's the killer. And I'm pretty sure he is. So He's, he's a very meek 
man. That's the perfect word. And I've seen that a lot in the newspapers. Very yeah. meek. Very kind of passive and, and just kind of squirrely, I would guess. But anyway, a little bit about the relationship. He was not at all respected by his wife. Dorothy married him for pity. Wow. Not only did she have numerous affairs, but she did it openly. And not only openly, like, oh my God, you caught me. Fuck. Oh no, shit. But it was like, yeah, I'm having sex with him. And then she would talk about the details. All the salacious details. Yeah, he bit me over his caddy and rode me like a racehorse. All this shit, like on my face, all kinds oh, of shit. Boy. Now she is saying all this stuff. Why did she marry him? Like, was there a reason? Like, he's is he wealthy? No, he, well, he, that was a nice home, and I mean, I don't know why she married him. I mean, it's like, what? Yeah. Why'd you marry me? What the fuck? Because I love you. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe you at, go. at one point they loved each other. So she had numerous affairs. She would say. You know, you're not even a real cop. You're just a clerk. You know what? All those, you know, I banged half the, the precinct. Yikes. Like your friend Fred freaking gave him head. Oh, that's Ew. fucked up. <laughs> Stop. That's, okay, that's that funny. was gross. That was gross. She said, she says, you're a disgrace. I married you out of pity. You can't even get me pregnant. Remember, those were the adopted children. All right. You can't satisfy me. I don't love you. On December 29th, he comes home from work. 9 p.m. He's working all day as a clerk comes home. He's tired. He's ready to put his hat on the thing and kiss his daughters goodnight and maybe play some Nintendo Wii or something. And he pulls in and he sees a silhouette of a man leaving the window. Obviously, she's cheating on him. This man, as you're about to hear, was someone that he knew. Uh-oh. He said this. Was it the guy that told him he should identify the body? No. Oh. Close, close, though. Well, I'm going to fix that old doctor from ever coming back here again. Oh, snap. The personal physician. The one who was convinced it oh, had yeah. to be her. Dottie. That's that's my Dottie. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how he knew everything. Knew about her bunions, her scars. Snap. Wolfie, you called it. <laughs> Is it the doctor? She got it. Nailed it. He grabbed the gun out of the chiffonier. I don't know what that is. <laughs> chiffonier. Fancy. Dorothy stepped into the hallway to intercept him. He tried, and this is from the, the People's versus Egger yeah. um, report from the court. He grabbed the gun, and she tried to get out toward the front door, and she struggled with him. After some struggling, they worked their way to the bathroom. Quote, I was trying to shove her away, he declared, and she was trying to pull me, and then we both fell in the bathroom, and the gun went off. That's what he said initially, right? Obviously, that didn't happen. How, did he also, like, magically slip and cut off her head and then hands? Like, oops. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Here's what... Now, he's went through numerous confessions, but we finally got it. Here's what happened. Everything did happen, yes. He comes in there after the man leaves, and she was... You know, he's like, what the fuck? Who is that? And, you know, a normal couple, woman or man, would be like, there was no one. Uh, uh. She's sitting there butt-ass naked. Oh, yeah, he just fucked me. I don't know why he left so quick. I guess he didn't want to see you. She, she is that type of person. Yeah, I fucked him. What? What the fuck she's like putting on her clothes slowly you know she started laughing it's in the police report she started laughing at him okay do you think that's tr actually true or is that what he might just be saying to justify his actions here you tell me he accused her of adultery. She laughed at him, he said. We started to fight, and we fought all the way down to the bathroom. I hit her in the face, and she fell, stunned into the tub. 
I ran to my bedroom, got my gun, returned and shot her twice. Edgar said his daughter slept through the noise. I was so damn mad I cut off Dot's head and hands. I packed it all in a car and threw it away along with the dirty saws and the gun a few miles from Waterman Canyon. She laughed at him. I mean, Yeah, I know, but like, are there other, is there anyone else a witness to that? All right. You know what I mean? Well, like, could could some of that be fabricated to be like show it was a fit of rage that it's that caused him to do it? Like, I get she was actually having an affair because the yeah. doctor figured this out. Like that part. Wait, we the actually doctor know. was getting out of the house. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he was able to identify the body because he knew the body pretty well. Yeah. And he was and like, like, well, she went missing right after I left her house. Right. So that's kind of weird. But like, do we, <laughs> I'm just saying like planting a seed of doubt in how, in like all of her behavior, like that may not be true. No, it's very well documented that she was having extramarital affairs and, and treated him. In. Yeah. Okay. The, the whole precinct knew they felt sorry. This is a guy they, everyone feels sorry for Uh, okay it's like you go into your office and you know some guy's wife is just cheating on him all over town and and you see her you know all over you know you know what's fucked up i want to say something right quick do you know so i I was stationed in uh, fort bragg the bars and stuff the nightclubs the bars whatever the the times that they were really packed was right when the 82nd leaves. Oh, that's so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, you know when the 82nd deploys because those housewives are filling up them bars. If you don't believe me, I mean, and and, and you go into the, because this happened to me once. I'll never, I fucking hate it, but I didn't know. You go into the house, there's like no photos of anything, you know? Like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then the next morning, it's like, you, you take a, like, what's this photo that's been turned down? It's a wedding photo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess, well, I feel like a dick. They did find the gun and the saws. The gun and saw were found by following the directions given in his statement. Upon the gun, upon the gun, there was a fatty, greasy substance in human blood. There was also numerous bits of tissue, bone, and fatty debris. One piece of bone, a rather large fragment, was forcibly wedged between the clip and the frame. <laughs> The gun also had his initials engraved on it. Where's the head? He said he was so goddamn mad that he burnt the head. He, he said, I was so damn mad that I cut off Dot's head. And he says, why, on the morning of the 30th, I know it's against the law to burn anything in Temple City. I don't know why I would say that. I know it's against the law to burn anything. It's like, dude, you, <laughs> you murdered your wife. I'm pretty sure there are worse things. He said he put her in the incinerator in his house. Kind of a Dylan Millard type of situation here. So he's got that incinerator right there. Yep. Now, they went through all this and didn't find any of her ashes and stuff. Now, and that's kind of going to come important. So the soil was analyzed. They didn't find anything. And he said, you know what? No one in this world will ever find my wife's head or hands. And then he pointed heavenward. They're on their way up there right now. Now, this doesn't make now this doesn't make any sense. All right. The family comes forward and says, you know what? He didn't do it. This, you know, I love Artie to death, but this guy, I mean, he's, he can't shoot a damn fly. He doesn't even own, you know, he doesn't even know how to shoot. He's kind of a pussy. Let's just be honest. He's kind of a big <laughs> puss. I'm just saying. Is he a puss for, now that, 
because he mur- murdered his wife, though? No, like, he's, he's a puss because he wouldn't murder his wife. He's been putting up with her cheating for since they've been before they were married. It doesn't make sense. They have, and plus that, they have two teenage daughters. Well, one of them's almost a teen. She was eleven. Small is a very small house. Plus, they had one boarder at the time, a Leslie Loomis. One boarder, two daughters. How is this fight going to happen? They don't know anything about it. This is 9 p.m. 9 p.m. And he shoots them, shoots her wife, cuts her up. The family comes forward and says, hold on a fucking second. That shit don't make any damn sense. Arthur is just kind of, he's just a weirdo. Of course he's going to confess to it. He's a fucking weirdo. I mean, we love him, but look at him. Seriously? Look at the guy. Mr. and Mrs. Henry Lee, his brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Why, we went to a family party at the Eggers on Christmas Day, and they were both in fine spirits. Art was an... Art was a mild fellow, simply passed it off when Dorothy got angry. Dorothy was one who had the temper. And Art's mother-in-law, 70-year-old Mrs. Mary Lee, said, I can't believe it. They had their quarrels, but I don't think Arthur would do a thing like that to Dorothy. Loomis, the boarder, also disbelieved Arthur's confessions. Art acted quickly, said Loomis, but if he did this, it will be the first time he ever finished anything he started. What a bitch. That's a dig. <laughs> I know. No shit. <laughs> There's no way he did this. All right, all right, here's the truth, he said. Here's what really happened. Yes, I came home. I saw the doctor. He was running. This was 9 p.m., but on that night, the girls were at a movie, all right? Well, okay, even when they got back, they had this routine, Art. They always tell their mama good night, and even when they got back, they told her good night. They, they opened the door, and at this time, she's sleeping in her own room, in her own bed. So that's kind of the relationship. They come back, open the door. Good night, daddy. Good night, mama. Close it quietly. Maybe she's already sleeping, and then they go to bed. That happened that night. Wow. So how did this all happen? All right, well, everything I said happened, but the girls were at a movie, and... And the boarder was on her own date. So after I shot her, I uh, went into her room, turned off the lights a little bit, maybe lit a little candle or whatever. Threw her body in the bed and kind of covered her up so you can't see the blood or anything and kind of made it look like she was sleeping. And then after the girls came in, they opened the door. Good night, Dottie. She's dead in the bed, already dead. I mean, still with her head and everything. Ah. But they just think she's alive, but she's been dead for like two hours. So check that off the list. Remember, this guy's a a murder mystery writer, so he would know how to kind of do this stuff. Yep. He waits at 2 a.m., and then he starts the sawing. Sawing that head straight off. Now, he's there's a lot of support behind him, but obviously everyone knows he did it. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Nevertheless, the frail, bespeckled clerk went to his death in the San Quentin prison lethal gas chamber last October 15th. His last words were, shot her, I may have, but I never cut her up. Oh. Yeah, he did. I know he did. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to like be like, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Oh, shit. Anyway, what do you guys think? That's the story, man. That's the Arthur wow. Eggers story. Kind of crazy. Pretty, yeah, that was interesting. That's uh, definitely a very graphic photo. Yep. And that is that is one reason I did the story. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that is the I reason was, I did the story. I was drawn to that. But guess what? We have two more stories. Sweet. We're going to Germany. Perfect. This is a fucking nuts case i wish you told me before i would have gotten like some pretzels or something i'm gonna like, i'm gonna give you I guys made wiener schnitzel again i'm gonna give you guys a, a little hint about the germany story the ten commandments like ben her the ten commandments or ben her like is ben, that the movie? that's like moses and shit yeah He's up like, on the mountains. Is, is that like a movie, kind of like Ben Hur? He's up like on the mountains. And he's got movie. that that book, and he's like, open, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, and it's yeah, not yeah. a book; it's a tablet. You are a heretic. Oh my god! Oh my god. You oh, 
straight one-way ticket to hell. Anyway, we're doing crazy story on that. And then also, if you guys want me to continue, I, I have a crazy story. We're going to be talking about cannibals that are also monks. Fucking nuts. Oh, monk cannibals. I wish totally I would have gotten some like Trappist <laughs> beer. Like, damn it. Anyway, if you uh, want to stay on for that, if if you're not at Talkers Primo, talkmore.com slash join, we'd love to see you. We're going to I'll make a- sure the link works this time. Don't worry. It was a little slow. It, like, oh. it was the scheduled post on Patreon didn't work. I had to go back in there. So We will make sure that... Wait, what was I going to say? Anyway, if you guys like this episode, these will be out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We live stream every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As I said, we're going to continue on with this. If you like this, stay with us. And these these next episodes are, are kind of like one-on-one. We really interact with you guys out there. And it's a, it's a fun time. So talkmore.com slash join if you want to support us with that but we're going to take about 10 minutes and that's that's all i got here so until next time good night good night you lovely lovely people